0: This is a Hof Studios podcast. Welcome to another edition of a total degenerate podcast. I am your host, Michael Ellison. We are back, baby. Back and better than ever. I needed a little bit of a hiatus because I I just got back from... uh, I shouldn't say just got back because I got back over a week ago. I was in Las Vegas. I was going to record a podcast while in Vegas, but I was um, a little bit under the weather, I guess I could say. Is that a, that a, a reasonable enough lie? That anyone's gonna buy that I I was not exactly feeling up to snuff. I uh was I was in a drunken haze is what I was in. Uh four nights in Vegas, probably too many nights in Vegas. Just a thought I thought I should share. Um Vegas is a great city though. I absolutely love that city. But that city does not love the people, that's for sure. It is not a uh, kind and generous city. It's uh, an unforgiving bitch is the best way to describe Las Vegas. It will take you for everything you have. It will rob you of your soul is what Las Vegas will do. But God damn is it a good time when you're doing it. That's the thing. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the, the balance you need to try to strike when you go to Las Vegas. is You need to go fully aware of the reality that you're going to lose a lot of money. You are going to uh, hate yourself for several days after you get back. And you're going you're gonna to, at one point, maybe while you're still there, maybe you're in your hotel... Maybe it's at the airport in the bathroom. maybe it's once you get off the plane home or where whatever, you will have a moment where you will stare in a mirror. you'll just stare at yourself in a mirror for a very elongated period of time. you're not You're not going to be proud of yourself. you're not going You're not going to be like, "I'm a winner." because there's no winning. Even if you win, when you go to Las Vegas, even if you actually come up on top with money, you're still probably morally you lost. You know what I mean? Like you have you've lost a piece of your soul. Part of what was good about you dies in Las Vegas. That's just the truth. That is just the hard reality of the situation is that you you're fucked. Morally you are fucked after you come back from Vegas. And it's and it's things like this. Like for instance, I'll give you an example cuz it's not even like, you know, it was just pure cocaine and hookers type of thing where you're just a real deviant fuck or something. Like there was no like, you know, we we did our fair share of drinking, boozing and losing. That's what I that was the theme of the weekend. Boozing and losing. Um, but like, you know, we were standing outside of one of the casinos at one point, waiting for an Uber to take us back to our Airbnb. And as we were standing out there, uh, my friend goes, Hey man, you ever see somebody smoke crack before? And I'm like, No, I actually I've never seen someone smoke crack. He's like, Well. Turn your head. You're about to experience it. And I turned my head and I looked. And, yes, there there was somebody smoking crack right in front of us, like three feet away. Shamelessly smoking crack on the streets of Las Vegas. And, you know, let me tell you something about it. the first time you see someone smoke crack, you actually you you hope it's the last time that you see someone smoke crack. It's not all fun and games like they make it in the movies, you know? (laughs) All those great films that we've all watched and we've all been like, wow, they've really glorified the crack-smoking life. You know what I'm saying? We all know those films, those great crack films where, all right, you get my point here. It's not fun. It's not, they're not having a good time crackheads. They're pretty they're pretty bummed out people. Um I did see though one thing is like they they actually um but uh you you learn something about everything, you know. I mean, it's important to learn every time you experience something new. So, I felt like the first time I see someone smoke crack, I should learn something about it, right? Like I don't I obviously don't want to smoke crack myself. I mean, as much as I'm all for experiencing various things in life, I'm uh certainly good on experiencing the crackhead lifestyle. But I, I was definitely interested in how they go about it. And one of the things I noticed is they they hide the crack, the crack pipe, the stem, if you will. That's the uh, street term, I believe they use the the stem. They keep they keep the stem in their sock. makes makes sense. It's a, it's a sensible thing to do, because I mean, if you were a Las Vegas cop, are you asking to see a crackhead's feet? Are you gonna be like, I wanna even with gloves on, like, I wanna rub down cracky McCrackface's feet to make sure he doesn't have a crack pipe? I don't think so. I think you're just going to let that one slide. That's like, that's one of those where it's like, just tip your hat. You know what I mean? Tip your hat. You got one past us. You know, uh, if, you know, if you search the feet and you don't find the crack pipe, then you're really defeated. So I just, <laughs> see what I did? Then you're really defeated. <laughs> Feet, defeated, defeated. All right. Enough. Um. Yeah, but you know, so they—that's where they hide the crack stems. That's where they hide their pipes. And another thing I noticed too was after she finished smoking the crack, she tried to, she tried to cool the pipe off. She was kind of waving it in the air. She was blowing on a little. You know what I mean? Just like like a kid trying to cool down their supper um just you know blowing on it making sure it's nice and cool because once it was cool now it can go back in the sock so that's the lesson I learned is that crackheads they're very cognizant of their foot health they're very um concerned about the well-being of their feet makes a lot of sense you know I wouldn't be want you know It's a logical thing, because if you're smoking crack all day, you're probably on your feet a lot. You're kind kind of wandering around. Crackheads, in a lot of ways, are like hobbits, you know what I mean? They're kind of, there's always some sort of journey that they need to go on. And they just kind of, you know, wander the streets. And they need their feet working. They need functional feet. It's very important to the lifestyle And, you know, you wouldn't think that. Dental, not so much. They're not very concerned about their teeth. But that also makes sense. They're not eating a lot. Food is secondary in the life of a crackhead. You need the feet to get to the the money or the cans or whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, the copper piping, (laughs) so that you can... Get to the crack. You know what I mean? You need that's why the feet are so important. But the teeth, they're just kind of in the way. They're in the way of sucking on that glass dick. Alright, that's that's enough on <laughs> on the crackhead I saw. But, you know, I mean, you see all sorts of walks of life, especially downtown Vegas, Fremont Street, dude. That is where it's at. Um, anybody that is uh, knowledgeable of, Fre- of Vegas in general knows Fremont Street is where it's at, dude. 100%. You do not want to... If you're going to... Like, the strip's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's the strip. It's Las Vegas, yada, yada, yada. That's that's what everybody thinks of. It's the big tourist trap. Um, but... You know, ultimately speaking, I I just I just can't bring myself to um hang out there all day. I want to be amongst the freaks and the ghouls. I want to see some shit shows. And that's that's what you get when you go downtown. That you get like the real mutants, not just crackheads cuz that's the thing too is not everybody needs to smoke crack to be a complete Psycho. I mean, there's, there's all these street people just doing fucking weird shows and stuff. And there was one guy who had, like, lightsabers. He had, like, plastic glow-in-the-dark lightsabers. And he was challenging people to duel him. He was like, who wants to duel me? You know, who wants to have a sword fight? And, like, he probably was badass. He was probably badass as fuck. I was waiting... To see someone take the challenge. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to let this guy shove a fucking plastic lightsaber up my ass. Which is what he was probably going to do to whoever came at him. He looked like somebody who would like to jam a large cumbersome object up a stranger's asshole. (laughs) That's what, you know, this is what you see on the streets of Fremont. This is what you see... Downtown Vegas by the old Golden Nugget. That's that's fucking, that's real Vegas to me. That's where I want to be. And I'm going back. I'm actually going back in a month with my dad and my brothers. Probably going to be a little bit of a different trip, I would imagine, considering, like, my brothers gamble, but they're like, they're like Matt Damon in Rounders type of poker sharks. Like, they're going to go sit at a fucking cash game together and try to like team up and be signal happy with each other which probably won't work out well but you know what i'm saying they're gonna they're gonna work out a scheme of some sort and i'm just gonna be like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go to roulette and drink seven miller lights and fucking lose 150 bucks that way thank you very much i will see you guys in a little bit um, but yeah, I mean, even my dad, my dad's not much of a gambler. He'll do some drinking, but like, I know my dad drinking is like, uh, he's going to pass out by, you know, seven thirty. He's not, he does not have Vegas type of lifestyle in him, in him. You know what I'm saying? He can't do the all hours grind. It's just not his Style. He needs his 12 hours of sleep. He needs some Fox News. He needs a little bit of Hannity, somebody to just don't, you know, doze him off. (laughs) So it's going to be a different trip, but it will still be a fun trip. I'm very much looking forward to hitting the old Vegas again. While I was in Vegas, something very tragic did happen. Um, and that would be Sunday night football. The Jets played the Chiefs. Um, it was tragic because Zach Wilson actually looked good, and I and I say that in a sense that not that that's the tragedy. The tragedy is that for a change, the quarterback of the New York Jets looked like a functioning NFL professional quarterback, and the refs decided that they needed to. Give the game to the Chiefs, and I think at this point all of America knows why the league wants the Chiefs to keep winning. That would, have, of course, have to do with uh, Travis Kelsey and his new girlfriend. Everybody knows Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. That's how I'm. I will refer to her as Travis Kelsey's girlfriend for the rest of this episode. Travis Kelsey's girlfriend has ruined football. I don't want to jump to crazy conclusions. I don't want to say anything too out of pocket and out of line. So I'm just going to say the most reasonable thing I can say, and that is that Travis Kelsey's girlfriend has ruined football. And it was very prevalent in that Sunday night game at MetLife Stadium while I was in a sports book full of fucking Chiefs fans which, can we just take a second, by the way? Uh, I just want to take a little aside. Chiefs fans are a bunch of spoiled cunts. What a bunch of fucking spoiled bitches sitting there whining and complaining when Mahomes slid at the end of the game. Because he did his, doesn't care about covering the spread, guys. That's one of those things you need to remember when it comes to sports betting is... uh. Patrick Mahomes doesn't care about the spread, okay? He doesn't give a fuck. He's there to win games. So sliding in that moment meant the win was sealed, victory. He had gotten them victory, and that was what mattered to him. That's what matters to the coaching staff. That's what matters to the rest of the team. But the truth is it should have never came down to that. should have never came down to that. There was a holding that they didn't call on, you know, 3rd and 22. It was clear as day. Jermaine Johnson was getting fucking mugged. Rewatch the play if you don't believe me. Rewatch that shit. He was getting mugged. And they don't call it. Mahomes scrambles for a first. Then in the next play, they call fucking de- on the interception. They, they call it back because they say it's ho- defensive holding on Sauce Gardner, I mean, there's just the softest pussy baby shit calls you could actually ever make. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And it's all because they can't get enough of Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. And it's it's a shame. It's a real shame that this is my favorite sport and it's so easily corrupted by profiteers profiteering Uh, that's really all it's about it's all about money it's all about fucking revenue and what's good for the broadcast and now you're getting all these fucking travis kelsey's girlfriend fans uh just you know like ooh wee, she's on she's gonna be there like she's not playing like she's not even performing her songs or something she's not doing the halftime show you know what I mean? Like she's not. She's just sitting. She's just sitting there watching the fucking game, like where everybody else. And it's it, you know I, I'm not hating on people that, like Travis Kelsey's girlfriend's music, or their you know whatever they're fans of, the way she dresses or something. I don't know. Like, I get it. Like every, girl wants to be able to sing songs about every breakup they've ever had. You know, it sounds like a wonderful idea, but, you know, my point is simply this. Leave the fucking game on the field. It shouldn't be about fucking profits. It shouldn't be about just let the players decide the outcomes. But instead, no, the league decided that the Jets... Cannot under any circumstances beat the Chiefs. Which, if by the way the Jets get the ball back, it's it's done. The Jets were moving the ball all over the Chiefs. They are scoring. They are going to score a touchdown if they get that ball back. It was one hundred percent like a guaranteed thing in my fucking mind. I truly believe that one hundred percent. But nope, 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 nope. We gotta make sure that we can get a shot of Travis Kelsey's girlfriend jumping up and down while she sits in a luxury booth, luxury box, whatever, booth, box, who gives a fuck, and just, you know, drinks her overly expensive fucking, I don't know, whatever the fuck she drinks. Some sort of fucking shitty water. probably, I don't know. Is there like a fancier version of liquid death? I don't fucking know. But you get what I'm saying here. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Who gives a shit about her when it comes to a football game? You know what I mean? Like, if I'm looking for a great pop concert to take my my niece to, then I'd be like, hey, you want to go see Travis Kelsey's girlfriend? But, you know, uh, when I want to watch a football game, I just want to watch a football game. And I don't need Travis Kelsey's girlfriend fucking muddling up the waters and now deciding outcomes. Because it got worse even the week I got back. The Chiefs played the Vikings. And I'm not a Viking fan. And I didn't even have action on the game. So I wasn't. This isn't a betting thing. I'm not, you know, it's just a pure fan of the sport thing where. For the first time in probably about 20 years, the refs picked up a flag on a defensive pass interference in the end zone. And, oh, who did it happen to be against? Oh, it was the Chiefs. The Chiefs got the lucky break yet again because it should have been first and goal from the one. And instead, they're like, eh, well, this is a nice little narrative. It's a nice little narrative. And if you even looked at their Instagram, they put out on their Instagram, like, after the, Je- after the Jets loss to the Chiefs, on the NFL Instagram, it actually said, the Chiefs are 2-0 and since becoming, I guess I gotta say her name. Nah, fuck that. You know, since they became fans of Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. You know her name you know what they call her fan based you know all i want is swift justice that's what i want there you go i said her fucking name but i <laughs> you know what i'm saying here guys i want justice i want what's right i want some i want some sort of restitution if this woman can destroy the sport that men across America love. And I'm not saying there aren't women that love it too, but we know that the NFL is a product predominantly targeted at men and most men are, are, are fans, you know what I mean? The viewership is definitely a majority men, right? I, I think that's a reasonable take. And they're ruining this for us. And when I say they, I mean the league and Travis Kelsey's girlfriend and all the PR people in between them that are all like, this is a marriage made in heaven. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for your pockets, you pieces of shit. Not for the betterment of the sport. You're destroying the sport is what you're doing. And I, this is, so I've decided that this is what we need to do to fight back against this. If there, if women are gonna be happy to see football destroyed by Travis Kelsey's girlfriend, I feel like men should do everything in our power to try to get Andrew Tate to be the next host of The Bachelor. That's right, fight fire with fucking fire. Andrew Tate, the next host of The Bachelor. So like when he's like, I don't know, I don't really know how that show works. (laughs) Never watched an episode. But I would imagine I I can figure it out. Matter of fact, I'm going to figure out The Bachelor or The Bachelorette for you right now. It's basically the same show, right? Just sometimes it's the man trying to find a bunch, going through the group of women. Or it's one woman going through a group of men. But this is how I imagine the show goes, right? So there's The Bachelor, right? The host's like, all right, here's this group of broads. Here are all these chicks. Pick one. And he, like, you know, has to go on. He's like, all right, I'm going to go on a date with Tiffany. And Tiffany's cool because, like, she, uh, I don't know, she likes Mango White Claws. And he likes Mango White Claws. And then. You know, they kind of stare at each other, drooling for a little while over a table, and there's you know, you know, some sort of gay music plays, and then, um, you know, after he goes on the date with Tiffany, the host's like, "Bro, how did how did it go with Tiffany?" And he was like, "Well, it was pretty cool. She likes mango white claw, white claws like I do," and the host is like, "Wow, that's that's amazing." Well, I'm glad that the date went well with Tiffany, but now. You got to take out Sandra. And he goes out with Sandra, and Sandra's like, oh, my God, I like Mango White Claws, too. And he's like, fuck, now this is tough. This is a hard decision. How do I pick between Tiffany and Sandra? And then, like, the host's like, well, bro, I know it's a tough decision. I know you really like them both, but you can't drink my Mango White Claws with both of them. You got to pick one. You got to pick one, you know. You got, that's it. You got to make a decision. And then he's like, okay, I guess, I guess I'm guess i sorry, Tiffany. I like Sandra better. She she pounds White Claws better than you. So then that's what happens, and then, then that's the episode. That's each episode. <laughs> that's how I envision it, right? That's basically it. So now you just got to insert Andrew Tate there so that when he's like, oh, you know, Andrew Tate's just like, all right, so Tiffany likes Mango White Claws like you, and he's like, yeah. And so does Sandra. He's like, yeah. And then he's like, dude, fuck both those bitches who gives a shit. Worry about your money, bro. Get on your fucking, get on your crypto game. Stack your paper. And then you could fuck bitches like Tiffany and Sandra every night, bro. That's what, that's what I want. I want Andrew Tate, a possible rapist and human trafficker, <laughs> to ruin what what i guess is women's favorite pastime a dumb show on abc that's that's what i want and i think i'm i don't think i'm alone in it i think i'm being very reasonable um what's funny is i was i did this as like a bit at an open mic and what there was a girl there and she was like I don't see what's so wrong with Andrew Tate. What's the problem with Andrew Tate? I was like, well, you know that he got arrested for rape and human trafficking. She was like, what's human trafficking? Like, it's pretty self-explanatory, doesn't it? It's a pretty, you know, it's not like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's not some sort of term that's trying to hide itself. It's pretty cut and dry. What human trafficking is. I I mean, I'm not (laughs) pro-rape or human trafficking. I just want Andrew Tate to host The Bachelor so women get pissed off about it. That's all. Just so they can bitch the way I'm bitching about Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. And I still get, what's so wrong with Andrew Tate? Oh, I don't know. Well, it's a funny story. He got mixed up in a, sometimes in life, I I mean, I don't even know what, how do you accidentally, like, whoopsie daisy, human trafficked some underage women or whatever the fuck, I don't know what he did. I really don't know what he did. Just like I haven't watched The Bachelor, I haven't read up on the Andrew Tate charges. I just want him to host The Bachelor so I can feel like, you know, justice has been served. If football's going to be ruined, we're going to ruin your fucking thing too. And, like, that's the... Like, it almost makes me want to just start going to fucking pumpkin farms and just start kicking the fucking... You know what I mean? Just smashing pumpkins in. I mean... (laughs) That's how I would have spent my... You know, I will skip a football Sunday to go to a pumpkin farm and scare women away. Guess what, bitch? I'm here destroying pumpkins. No more fucking pumpkin spiced anything. Fuck this shit. Enough of pretending that this is a fun way to spend a Sunday. It really is, like, horrible. I, I actually... I've been pretty bummed out about being single lately. Like, fuck, I can't find anyone. I'm going to be alone forever. And then, like, my friend called me up last week. I'm like, dude, are you going to come over and watch the game? He's like, can't do it. Got to go take the lady to the old pumpkin patch to go pick out a couple of fucking ugly ones that are going to rot on our porch. And we, It's going to take seven hours to do this, too, by the way. Because after we pick out the the ugly pumpkins that we're going to let rot on our porch for the next month. We have to sit around a picnic table and take a bunch of dumb pictures of us fucking drinking apple cider, acting like it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to our lives. What a fucking just absolute money grab. How much do they charge at those pumpkin like? Come on down. You could pick like three pumpkins. They probably charge you like 50 bucks. You get like a thimble of that shitty apple cider. It's not not even good. <laughs> like, why would you ever? And this is probably why I'm single forever. This is one of the many reasons why I will inevitably be alone. Because even if I find a good woman and she, I love her and she loves me and everything's going great. When she comes to me on a Sunday in October and says, Hey, instead of watching the Jets today, let's go to the pumpkin patch. Uh, I yeah, I'm I'm just gonna turn the TV on and pretend she wasn't talking. I'll just change the topic. I'll be like, You ever see did you see the new season of The Bachelor with Andrew Tate? Do you know what human trafficking is? All right. (laughs) The podcast sensation is back, baby. That's right. A total degenerate podcast. Follow the podcast on Instagram at a total degenerate podcast. You could also follow me at Mike Ellison Comedy. That's a good idea. Promote myself as well. I guess this whole thing is self-promotion. That's part of this business is you got to self-promote. You got to suck your own dick. You gotta tell everybody how about how fucking great you are. And I am fucking great. Aren't I great? I got great ideas like putting Andrew Tate on The Bachelor. That's a great plan that everybody wants to see happen. <laughs> Listen, bro. Alright. I no I don't know why Andrew Tate sounds like that, but whatever. Who gives a fuck? Um fuck that guy. Anyway. You know, you know, you you don't say fuck that guy do me. That's why you rate, subscribe, review. You listen to the podcast every week that I put one out, of course, because I'm so. I'm just so great. That's it. That's really all there is to say. I mean, it doesn't get much better than than me. And, you know, I'm I'm just a super amazing person who's uh, top-notch, high-class, all the way. So you should um, subscribe, rate, and review. You should follow the podcast at A Total Degenerate Podcast on Instagram. Uh, We don't have a Threads yet. I have a Threads, Mike Ellison Comedy. Uh, I don't really post much on there, but an occasional bitching and moaning about the Jets, so that's fun. You should check that out, too. I'm also on X at Mike Ellison. Why is it X now? What the fuck is Elon Musk doing? What is this autistic fuck? That sounds bad, but you know what I mean? I'm just saying, why did he have to go changing the name of Twitter? Now, every time I look for the app, I don't know what I'm looking for. And I need Twitter so I can... Look at things about the Jets and complain about the Jets. That's really all I use social media for. Um, so, yeah, subscribe, rate, review, tell everybody about how great I am, leave nice comments, say great things, tell all your friends, tell all your family, uh, tell your coworkers, tell your coworkers you don't even like. Go up to people in your office or wherever it is you work and just scream in their face. A total degenerate podcast. What are you doing with your life? You fucking loser. What are you fucking... You getting excited because Travis Kelsey's girlfriend's going to be at the fucking... At the, at the Bronco game on Thursday? Who gives a shit? Fuck that. Listen to the podcast instead. And as always, for those that have already done so, thank you. Feels good to be back back in the swing of things. Honestly, it's it's nice to get back to doing this cuz I I do love doing this. I I know sometimes uh I can sound like a curmudgeoning douchebag on here if if not all the time, but I actually do legitimately uh appreciate you you guys that listen and uh I want to give you a better product. I want to I want to give you the product you've been getting, but I want to enhance it. I want to make it better. I want to make it stronger, and we're gonna find ways to do that. I want to make some more reels. I I need to build my social media platforms. Uh, I, I I don't know my my social media presence. I think is what I was looking to say, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna figure out ways to fund new ways to. Get out there and get you know, be obnoxious to the people. Um, what else should I do before I get out? All right, I should promote some dates. All right, so uh October fourteenth, this coming Saturday, I will be at Red Zone Bar and Grill in West Babylon for a comedy competition, baby. The best thing that's ever happened. Competitive comedy. That's that's the true test to see who's great and who's not great is when you put a bunch of comedians into a competition because comedians are a very uh competitive group of people to begin with. We have a very competitive spirit amongst us, not really at all, but yeah, you know, we're going to do that. We're going to do that competition. So I'll be there telling jokes and there'll be a bunch of other really funny comedians on that show. So If you got nothing going on Saturday, 8 o'clock, West Babylon, Red Zone Bar and Grill, it used to be a strip club. It's still got a nice strip club vibe to it without the strip club, like without the cool part of the strip club, you know what I mean? Without the tits and ass, you just get the like shitty carpeted carpeted floors and weird, uncomfortable seats and uh, overpriced drinks, you know? You get all that without the, uh, naked ladies walking around, so who doesn't like that, who doesn't like a strip club minus the best part of the strip club, I know, that's, that's the way I like, it's like Thanksgiving without turkey, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, it's great, it's, it's so much better just having the sides, you know what I mean, you get all the you get all the fixins without the without the 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 bird. I I don't know how this makes any sense. I'm just kind of ranting at this point, but you get my you get my drift. So October fourteenth, uh, yeah, that's that's this Saturday. Uh, Red Zone Bar and Grill, West Babylon, comedy competition. Say you're there to see me. If you come, make sure you're there to see me. Be like, hey, I'm here from Mike Fucking Ellison. Total Degenerate Podcast. That's right, bitch. That's what you got to say to the guy at the door. You call him a bitch. You let him know. You go, Mike told me to let you know you're a bitch. Don't actually do that because he's judging the contest. So don't call him a bitch. He's a very nice man, actually. He's very kind. Not not much of a bitch thing about him. He's very... just a nice dude. Anyway, uh, that's October 14th. Then... If I make the finals, assuming I win, which is not what I want to do, you never want to assume, especially in a competition, because assuming makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> um Yeah, uh if I do advance, there will be a finals at McGuire's Comedy Club on october twenty seventh. 10:30 show. I need the people to come out in force. I need my degenerates out there in force. I need an army of fucking degenerates, shotgun and beers, pre-gaming like we're going to the fuck. We're going to a Jets game or something. We're tailgating. Bring grills. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's grill some burgers at 10 o'clock at night in the McGuire's in Bohemia parking lot. Before the finals of the contest. That's what I'm about. That's that. I like that. A fucking comedy show tailgate. We can do chants. You can chant my name or something. I don't know. Fucking. (laughs) It'd be wild. That'd be awesome. So that's October 27th. 1030 McGuire's Comedy Club. Gonna need the people to pour out for that one. But here's the nice thing. In case I don't make the finals, guess what, motherfuckers? I got another show on the 27th anyway. So there's two chances to come see me on October 27th, because October 27th at 7.30, earlier that evening, right down the road from McGuire's, we're at Squarehead Brewery in Holbrook, right off Vets Highway, literally down the road. I will be headlining a halloween show everyone's gonna all the comedians are going to dress up in some sort of halloween themed bullshit i i already know what i'm dressing up as it's going to be great it's going to be a great costume i don't want to give it away so you know you're gonna you're gonna have to show up to the show if you actually want to see it but i'll be headlining that one and i'm pretty excited for that that's going to be an awesome show uh my friend kelpie uh friend of the podcast, even she was supposed to be on months ago and the audio came out fucking god awful. I don't know whose fault that is. Producers, even though they're like, uh, fuck you, Mike, it's your fault. And that would be correct. Uh, but she's a friend of the pod. She's an awesome producer. She puts together great comedy shows. So it's this fucking awesome lineup over there at Squarehead. Uh, you should definitely check out Squarehead Brewery. Check out Kelpie's, uh, other shows too. She's got a bunch of shows this month. I'm promoting the shit out of her for some reason right now, but fuck it. You know, uh, maybe probably cause she hates me for <laughs> having her come over here, record a podcast that never got released. But anyway, nonetheless, I, uh, fucking, I totally, uh, want people to come out to both shows because if I'm in, if I make the finals, I'm still doing the early show too. So Two chances October 27th to come see your boy. That would be uh, a Friday night, October 27th, Squarehead Brewery, Holbrook, 7.30 show. And then if I do make the finals, I'll be at McGuire's on the 10.30 show that Friday night, and I want to pack that motherfucker out, bring out the degenerates, bring out my people, the type of people who are going to drink tall boys in the parking lot the type of people that are threatening the judges. <laughs> that's, those are my peeps. That's, that's my fam right there. The type of people who would smoke crack in the open out in Vegas. That's my people. <laughs> so, yes, please come out to those shows. What else, do I have anything else? Say? Oh, I guess it's a little while away, but fuck it. I'll promote it anyway because I know the date, so why not say it now? Uh, November 8th. It's a Wednesday night. We are doing a comedy show at my job. Saville Pizza slash Metro's on Main. 60 Main Street Saville. Not only is the food delicious, and you're going to get a good meal if you come and pay for the show because you get a... It's a dinner and a show. Dinner and a show. Doesn't get much better than that. And you get a free complimentary glass of wine or beer or soda with your dinner. So you come. You get your drink. You have your meal. And then you get a fucking awesome comedy show. And we do have an awesome comedy show. Coming up in November 8th. Wednesday. At Sable Pizza. Uh, yeah. So you should come out to that as well. Um, I guess I should end the show. I I mean I've been lazy and lackluster. Obviously I've been recovering from a fucking two-week-long hangover thanks to the city of Las Vegas, and, you know, I'm blaming the city. It's funny is that you blame the city, and it's really nobody's fault but your own, like, that's, uh, you know, like, that uh, stupid online dating girl sending me messages while I'm trying to fucking pull up the betting lines for this week in the NFL, um, Yeah, so anyway. uh, Yeah, you know, Vegas, it's not not Vegas' fault. Vegas didn't tell me to fucking do six shots at Jameson on a fucking Friday night. You know what I mean? I did that. And that's why I woke up miserable. But on one of the many occasions. You get the idea here. So anyway, we'll wrap up the show. I'll throw out some picks to you for this week in the NFL. We're going to started off 1 o'clock on Sunday because I don't like the London game I have no interest in betting Thursday night football I mean how do you bet the fucking Broncos it just can't do it you just can't do it that's that's the reality you can't bet the Broncos they stink too much so we're gonna go to 1 o'clock Sunday and here's a team that I can bet and I did bet last week And I wish... The only regret is that I didn't put more money on them. And that would be the Indianapolis Colts are at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars coming off a big emotional high win, right? They were in London last week. They upset the Bills. Everybody's like, wow, Jacksonville's for real. They beat the Bills. Some teams just match up well against some teams. And if you remember... The Bills lost to the Jaguars last year in a pathetic, ugly, like, 9-6 to six game that Jacksonville had no business winning, but Buffalo really just fucking coughed the game away and just never could get a touchdown drive going. They moved the ball up and down the field on Jacksonville, and every time they got in the red zone, Josh Allen found a way to either turn it over or just fuck it up. Um, yeah, so the Bills are just kind of owned by the Jaguars. And I'm not trying to take away anything from the Jaguars. They're they're a pretty good football team. But uh, I like the Colts getting over a field goal. Colts are getting four. I know they just lost Anthony Richardson for at least four to eight weeks, which sucks because I thought that dude was going to be a fantasy fucking stud. I, I really did think he was going to be like a fucking league winner. And, of course, I drafted him. And now I don't have him. But nevertheless, Gardner Minshew can sling it, dude. Gardner Minshew is poor man's Brett Favre. That's what Gardner Minshew is. So I'll take Gardner Minshew getting over a field goal. Gardner Minshew and the Colts plus four. Pick number one. Numero uno. Here's another stink fest game that I don't really want to bet but I probably will bet. Um, And that, of course, would be uh, the Raiders are home in Vegas, laying three to the New England Patriots. The Patriots look god-awful. They can't do anything right. The Patriots just got blown out by fucking uh, New Orleans, and New Orleans stinks, New Orleans not a good football team. Uh, New Orleans uh, beat them 34 to nothing. Embarrassed them in Foxborough. Now they go on the road to Vegas, but here's the thing. Here's the little thing that guys don't always understand. Josh McDaniels, former Belichick disciple, is the head coach of the Raiders. Josh McDaniels doesn't blow out anybody. He's not capable of doing it. As a coach, he's way too conservative. And going against his mentor, Mr. Belichick there, he'll probably be a frozen deer in headlights. I, for some reason, call me crazy, call me stupid. I'm going to go back to the well one more time on Bill Belichick and his loyal crew of scumbags. I will take the Patriots plus the three. I even like the Patriots outright. Um it's a it, they need this game just they're going to bounce back. I think this is the week they bounce back. They can win this game ugly. They'll find a way to win this thing like 17-13, 17-16. I could totally see it now McDaniel, you know, Josh McDaniel settling for field goals when he should just be pushing it for a touchdown and that will be the difference in the game and the Patriots will find a way to win ugly. Give me the Pats plus the 3. All right. Final game, uh, god damn, these games suck. God damn, these games suck, dude. I don't even know. (laughs) Normally, I would have one immediately lined up. Like, I knew those first two were definite where I wanted to go. But I don't know what I want to go with this third one. But I got to make a decision. And that's why we're just going to go to Monday Night Football. And I like a home dog. Who doesn't like a home dog? Uh, Dallas is a two and a half point road favorite at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers coming off the bye week. Uh, you know, it's one of those things in the NFL where when you don't see a team for a week, you kind of forget who that team is and how good they are and whatever. And I feel like right now, uh but I mean everybody saw Dallas get embarrassed by the fucking 49ers last week, sure. But um I don't think anyone's gonna be everyone's gonna assume it's gonna be a Dallas Dallas bounce back spot. Uh I will take the better quarterback at home getting points. That's the reality. Justin Herbert is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. Justin Herbert, uh, I trust will make enough plays to uh get his team over the top. Give me the fucking Chargers plus the two and a half at home. So there you have it. Three dogs, fucking hungry, disrespected dogs. They're all going to win outright. That would be the Colts plus four, the Patriots plus three, and the Chargers plus two and a half. Yeah, bonus pick. I'll be delusional. Jets are winning outright. Don't, no points necessary. Take them on the money line. Uh, But, you know, for the three main picks that aren't me being a biased homer, uh, patriots, Cults, and Chargers. Guys, I appreciate it as always. Thanks for listening. This is uh, always fun to do. We will be back next week. Later.